So you are in for a treat uh, with this episode. Um, I got to have a talk with uh, Casey Goss. Um, honestly, the the episode is uh, shorter than what I would have liked. I had a, a hard stop, uh, and uh, you know we had to kind of end it. But uh, I'd love to give to bring uh, actually Casey back. Um, he has so much uh, to share, so much knowledge. If you've been in this uh, Amazon space um, and been following Casey Goss in his journey, um, this is kind of the first time he's come on and uh, you know publicly spoken about his experience at uh, Viral Launch, um, why he decided to step down uh, from the company, what he's uh, doing today uh, with thrash and thrashio um and how he's also going to take some of his learnings at working you know for a billion dollar company actually the fastest growing um profitable billion dollar company uh in the in the history of this country um and take those learnings and be able to share them with uh with the amazon sellers through um digitalshelflabs.com a new uh newsletter and group that he's that he's launching so i think you'll really find this interesting there's a lot of lessons a lot of lessons pay attention um to you know his experience and how you can learn from it um and hopefully not um you know not make um you know the same mistakes as others they say you know there's uh somebody who's smart um learns from their mistakes and somebody who's wise learns from other people's mistakes. And so I think this is, um, you know, an episode that you can uh, learn from and also um, know that, you know, any any challenge that, um, you know, you face, um, other people are facing and you can overcome it and um, go on to do great things, which I know Casey will do. Um, enjoy this episode with Casey Goss. This is Liron Hirschgorn, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. And the episode is sponsored by IncrementumDigital.com, my Amazon-sponsored ads agency, where we're helping brands grow their sales on Amazon using the power of Amazon advertising. Uh, the link is in the show notes, and you can also email me. My email's in the show notes. Enjoy this episode with Casey Goss. So this is a special episode uh, because uh, I kind of get to be on the other side um, of interviewing a good friend of mine. He's interviewed me before on his podcast. Um, and one of the people that I respect the most in the Amazon space, when people ask me, you know, who has the most integrity of all the people that kind of talk about Amazon, my number one answer uh, is always uh, Casey Goss. Um, so I'm super excited to introduce Casey. Casey is the founder of Viral Launch. He's a VP with Thrashio. Um, and now also the founder of DigitalShelfLabs.com, which we'll, which we'll talk about. Um, super excited to have you on the show. Welcome, Casey. Dude, thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words as always. Thank you. So, um, you know, uh, you founded uh, Viral Launch. Um, and, um, you know, I know it's not something, you know, you, you've recently just started kind of talking about, but, um, you know, no, no longer no longer there. Um, and I know kind of in talking to you, you know, privately over the last few months, um, you know, you've gone through some stuff, obviously, with going from, you know, CEO um, and founder and active in the company to not. Um, and I think there's probably a lot of a lot of lessons that you probably learned from that uh, from that experience. Um, and, uh, you know, I really appreciate you coming on and being, you know, open to talking about it. So, I'd love to dive into the story a little bit for maybe some those that don't know. I think there's probably a lot of people 
that still, you know, probably believe that you're with the company. Um, can you share a little bit about uh, what has transpired, I guess, this year with, with, with you and Viralaunch? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I still get maybe like at least every other day I'm getting some kind of email or, or Facebook message, Instagram message, LinkedIn message uh, in, in regards to something at Viral Launch. So yeah, I, I haven't made like, in, well, I, at the time of recording this, I haven't made an announcement yet, but I will make an announcement here. Like uh, basically the same time that this is going live. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So like, you know, back in March of 2020, I think it was March 3rd or March 4th, uh, was kind of D day for me. And yeah, I, I kind of resigned from fire launch is my role in this as so I'd resigned from the board a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer there. Um, the, the company still exists, although is, uh, much smaller than it used to and uh, you know, uh, the majority of like you know early employees, I, I think they're they're pretty. Um, there, there's a couple like uh, Cam, as I knew. Um, so yeah, I mean it's 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 a completely different company, and so essentially, I mean, like too far into the details. Some of the lessons learned is is just like being very careful about who you bring into the company. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was really trying to hire a, a lot of these like, you know, high level executive folks, um, to help me kind of scale and take buyer launch to the next level. And, you know, well, I guess a, a second lesson is like, I, um, confidence is not something that is like, you know, very natural and abundant to myself. And, and so I was like, you know, okay, I'm 20 something mid twenties. I don't have this experience. So we're doing pretty well right now. I imagine we'd do so much better if we hired than me, have a lot more experience than me. And so I like was, you know, really hungry for people that were, you know, better, faster, smarter, whatever. Um, and so like not, not realizing that you in fact were better, smarter, faster. And I definitely did and and part of it that like, you know, maybe I was better, smarter, faster, but it was like, you know, just because someone has done something well once doesn't mean that they're going to be able to repeat it. And secondly, just because they've done something well in one kind of environment doesn't mean that they'll be able to bring that and and that will translate well into this other environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, yeah, so like I, I just for like what Viral Launch was doing well and I, I didn't like, I was, I was like looking for that I, I thought would be able to do better or, or would help us to grow and help us to build more stuff and faster and so forth. So um, that is like one of the, the things I like, basically I, I went, raised a bunch of money and brought some investors in that, you know, uh, let's, let's just say I don't agree with um, and they, they don't agree with me and they, they really think that they know how to run everything and, you know, what, whatever, uh, like, I, I just let, basically let the, the wrong people in and, and had I had a deeper appreciation for what was going on at Viral Launch and kind of who I was and all these different things, I, I wouldn't have done that. And mm-hmm. I think things would have played out um, much, much better. So anyways, yeah, I, I let, let wrong people in. I, I thought those people were like the right people. And so then they brought in more people that were definitely the wrong people. And it just kind of like spiraled from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Casey, did you, uh, again, I, I, I don't want to pry too much. So whatever you're not comfortable 
yeah, yeah. Because I, I also don't know the full the full story. So this is this is my chance to to ask you. But uh, understanding also that there's you know uh, probably you know legally and whatever right things you're you're not gonna uh you know you're not gonna want to share so i respect all that um uh, did you sort of was there a mistake in terms of losing the control of the company like as far as like i mean did you have certain like voting rights that you gave up that in hindsight you were and and look you're you know you're in your 20s the first time you have I mean, you went from being, you know, starting this company in your apartment to growing yeah. it to, you know, 70, 80 people or, or something like that yep. and, and massive success. And one of the top, you know, software companies in this space and being a very young CEO. And so in my mind, I think it's a major win, despite maybe maybe in your mind, it's not. But I think you I think you deserve a tremendous amount of credit for what you built. And um, I you. know for a fact this is not your last rodeo. You're going to do bigger and better things, and the experience will only help you. Um, you know, but sometimes you don't see, you know, you can't see the future. You know, um, yeah. you know, and and also yeah. when you're in it, you know, it's it's difficult. But did you, you know, is there a lesson in terms of like you brought investors in, but then you also sort of gave up a certain amount of sort of control of you know, let's say being CEO or like decisions in the company. Um, you know that that is that 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 you know you can sort of translate onto other people oh yeah absolutely and and i i should say like stepping back i mean um regardless of controls like everything it everything feels good or for the most part is great if if like growth is super strong and so like if you are on a rocket ship and this rocket ship is never going to hit a snag, then things will probably always continue to go well and everyone will continue to pat, your, pat each other on the back. And, and these controls put in place money are, are less important. Um, when things are not going as well or there's disagreements is when mm-hmm. like these, these details become like extremely important and can have like major major mm-hmm. impacts and, and so yeah so go ahead no no go, go ahead so yeah so so specifically in terms of kind of the way that uh some the the deal was structured and it was a little it was a bit too late when i found out that some of these things were abnormal mm-hmm. and and significantly less favorable than i was kind mm-hmm. of like being led to believe um yeah i mean it like the the uh, there's a lot of very specific details but like mm-hmm. your ability to for example, um, if if you ever want to be able to sell your shares as a founder for whatever reason, like you need to make sure that there's a clear path for that. So like, um, you know, there's a couple like very interested people that I think could have actually like helped Fire Launch go in a good re- direction after I left um, that like the investors were essentially able to block. So like mm. uh, I can't sell my shares. But then secondly, um, it, Fire Launch is just going to continue like tumbling down this path or, you know, on the, on, on its trajectory with, without me, without a lot of the very early employees and, and most impactful employees, um, there's nothing I could do about it because the investors like want to like ever spite me Mm -hmm. or something. Um, so like your ability to sell your, like your, um, kind of how the board is constituted. So like, yeah, this is like a whole business kind of podcast at this point, but like, yeah, yeah, I mean, the board, uh, the, um, executive serve at the uh, 
pleasure of the board, right? I can't remember the exact terms, but mm -hmm. essentially the, the board can decide who is who is allowed to basically be hired or like be, never think about it. But when you have someone, an executive that is a terrible fit and in, in taking the company down the wrong path and you don't have the ability to let that person go, I mean, like that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. And, and you're, hand, you're and, handcuffed as the founder of the company, right? Like, I mean, yeah. that's got to be, you know, very difficult to very, very difficult challenge to deal with. Yeah, I mean, so like in my current position as the founder of Ironlaunch and like, you know, I'd like to think that I had a, a decent part in building the the company, although like I had an amazing team. Um, like, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah, but, decide. I mean, you, you drove you drove that company, you know, you you got on I webinars, mean, you, you know, you had had, you know, you and the and the team and, and you drove like what ideas were good and what what wasn't good and, you know, create yeah. creating creating the products, the UI like, I mean, you you. And you understood Amazon, you understood the algorithm, right? Like, uh, I'm sure none of these executives, you know, really uh, understood no. what Amazon sellers need and want. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's like, so basically, like, without getting into a bunch of the details of, like, the way the docs are written up and stuff, as, as yep. you know, the founder of Launch and, and someone that built a company, like, you have these investors, these people sitting in their ivory towers that read a couple of articles about like, Oh, Walmart's growing now. And th mm. then they're like, okay, we need to focus on Walmart or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they don't have the context, but they're literally able to make the decisions. They're able to make the decisions in terms of who you sell to and uh, who's employed and who isn't employed in essentially the direction of the company, no matter what I have to say. And, and like, you know, s some of these executives really kind of fit the role the investors had much more kind of respect i would say for some of those people than the 20 something kid with a that that wears a beanie around and mm -hmm. they, they didn't appreciate or really understand my like understanding of the amazon space like the, of course this is my opinion and right. so like you know i basically like the reason i left is like i felt like viral launch needed to go in one direction and like here is kind of the path for that they didn't agree. They wanted to focus like, you know, and, and the focus is kind of always changing, but they just wanted to focus on research tools for kind of uh, incoming sellers largely. And uh, they wanted to like, you know, cut a major portion of the team. And so uh, they did. And so um, I was like, all right, if that's what's happening, then I'm out. And I left. I basically, I, I didn't want my reputation to, mm -hmm. although it's taken me a long time to kind of sever like where Viral Launch is and in in my reputation, but I, I I didn't want my reputation to like be tied with, you know, basically the killing of of Viral Launch, and um, so that's why I left. Right, it makes sense. I mean, you've you know, in my opinion, you've always had a tremendous amount of integrity, uh, you know, in this space, and you you were lo always looking to create products that would be beneficial to sellers, not just you know, not just the bottom line, but but right, you know, right. and and knowing that that you do get to the bottom line and increasing that through right serving serving the seller um community so so you stepped down in march um i'm sure it was a difficult you know process oh, yeah. this was your baby that that you that you built i've sort of been there to watch you know the the journey um and so i'm sure that's you know has its own lessons and sort of how to deal with um you know how to deal with that with that challenge um but, but I think the lessons to, you know, those of us that are building companies is, you know, yeah, be careful who you let in and 
make sure you have an amazing like lawyer or group of lawyers on your side that are protecting you in a major way as far as you know decisions that get get made in the company and and you know if investors want too much just be careful on what level or just understand the level of control that you're giving up as a founder or as a ceo of a company when you are bringing in uh when you are bringing in uh investors you know i think there's there's uh, obviously a lot of, a lot of lessons here um yeah. but um the good news is first of all the good news is you've you've pivoted you've you've taken on a role with um thrashio uh which is you know just hit like a billion dollar valuation as vp um and i'm sure you had you know many opportunities um come your way because of all the goodwill and how many brands and sellers you helped you helped along the way so um let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now um one with thrash and then um i know you're also launching digital shelf lab so we'd love to hear more more about kind of what what casey goss is is working on um on the on these days <laughs> yeah no i mean um yeah when i when i left fire launch i mean i i felt like the world was over a little bit just you know i i poured almost like five and a half years and just worked so hard for that thing and just cared about the people and like that we mm-hmm. you know our customers as well as the employees and um and then covid hit like literally a couple weeks later and then quarantine started and um, then, uh, my wife's, uh, father, like, you know, started to like really go downhill and, and ended up passing away just like a month ago. And, and we found out that we were pregnant and like, there's just so many uh, things going on all at once. Emotions, um, a lot of emotions. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so I'm currently VP of SEO is my title at Thrasio. Um, so another like, uh, you know experience let's just say is i i actually you know had a co-founder title at thrasio had really good equity um but i but i you know i felt like it was a conflict of interest with viral launch like i I did i felt guilty having you know equity in a company against uh my customer so i like just gave it all up and they they gave me a couple ways of like what you know what like getting out of it or whatever but uh yeah just i i gave it up and you know perhaps they're they're they've been yeah. So this was like 2018 or so. They, yeah. you know, you had a conversation with the founders, and you were going to be part of that founding team of of Thrashio. Friends with one of the uh, so the there's basically two co-founders. One of the mm-hmm. co-founders was an investor in Viral Launch. The other mm-hmm. co-founder was on the board at at Viral Launch. When him and I had a really good relationship, he's he's basically been like you know a mentor to me. And they mm-hmm. were were originally going to get in like the Shopify space and buy the Shopify brands. And, you know, I spent a lot of time with, with Josh and, you know, like basically kind of taught him everything I know, if you will, about the Amazon space and like why people are successful, why people are unsuccessful when they try to do these rollups, think one-on-one commerce, there's been a handful of others. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I, I essentially, I guess, uh, and he, he says this, but like uh, help shape his his thinking on the whole e-commerce space. And instead of going to Shopify, they went to Amazon. And so like mm. they wanted me and Viralaunch essentially to kind of like be a partner to continue to help shape the way that they think about the Amazon space or in broader e-commerce and then help them to kind of execute on, on building. And, the- and, and this is why I say the person with, with, you know, the most integrity in the space, you felt like, hey, this is, you know, this this company you know, is going to have brands that are competing against my customers. And so, you know, um, 
I, you know, I feel like it's a conflict and, you know, here, here, here's the, here's your shares back or so to speak. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and didn't, <laughs> didn't take it on. Uh, you, you bet on the wrong horse a, l- a little bit, um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but that's okay. You know, you look, you have your integrity and you can look back. At least you made, you made a decision out of your personal integrity. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, you can't, you can't blame that or, you know, look, look back and, and regret you did what you thought was the right thing. Um, at the time. Um, and so now you, you know, so you had this relationship with them, obviously you saw how they were growing. Um, I think I heard recently thrash thrash is up to about 80 plus brands. Um, um, currently. Yeah. I don't know the specific number it's, it's b- between that and, and I think 50 or 60 is what we had announced in the most recent fundraising, like a month ago. Got it. Um, so, you know, obviously acquiring a lot of brands, growing, building, you know, tremendous, uh, team in-house, um, what, what are you seeing from, from that perspective of, you know, and like, is this a good time for just, you know, sort of anybody who's got, you know, maybe get an SBA loan and, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars or, or, you know, to go and, you know, buy a brand and, and be able to grow it and, and sell it again. I mean, is this is this a good time? You know, yesterday I had, um, yeah, El Kabili, um, on the, on the podcast, I put on an episode yesterday and, uh, she's involved in, you know, in brokering deals and she's seeing like more, you know, she's got more buyers than, than sellers. She's like, this is a seller's market. Um, and obviously big nice. money, big money, like thrash and, and others, you know, there's, um, in my opinion right now, probably 50 other people trying to do the same thing from just like, you know, a few people talking to me, if there's a few people talking to me, then there's probably 50 plus, you know, out there trying to create the same thing. And, you know, yeah, I think this first kind of hit like sometime March or April, there was a TechCrunch article on, you know, thrash, thrash, you're raising money. And so I think that just drove a lot more interest of people jumping in. Um, What are your thoughts? I mean, is it, is it a good time to go buy an Amazon brand and, you know, sort of grow it? Um, Am I better off starting starting from scratch like what's your sort of opinion on this like the current state yeah i mean it's it's a good question and and just a little context it's just so people kind of understand so like the way that i look at thrasio so the 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 seller community i feel like looks at thrasio as like okay they they buy amazon brands at at, you know specific multiples or whatever and uh, they kind of just maintain the status quo but the majority like the largest part of kind of Thrasio is just dedicated to being. So like our Thrasio collectively, I would say has to be one of the top five uh, Amazon sellers in, in the space and not from like a total revenue, but from like a, a capabilities perspective. So mm-hmm. if you were to give a, a, a single brand to every Amazon seller out there and said, you have 30 days to grow revenue or, you know, six months to maximize revenue on this product. Thrasio would come in in the top five in the world, in, in my opinion. Mm. And, and, and mm-hmm. perhaps even literally every single day, like that just continues to uh, increase. Like our ability to even take eight figure brands and, and double them in less than 30 days sometimes is, is like, I, I have to be careful wow. about what I share, but like, yeah, Thrasio is an amazing Amazon seller. And I, I think that that like getting that out to the community is, is important, but also like having that context is important to understand. So that, that does kind of like open up who we are uh, able to buy because 
we, we are just so good at kind of assessing what's going to work and what's not. And we have just such a high kind of success rate with that. Um, is this now a good time to buy? Like, I definitely think that right now is kind of this golden time for sellers that were, were already kind of like semi-established or established because basically Amazon is just sending more traffic to your listings. Like you're already prepared. Amazon's just sending more traffic your way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I do still think that, and so like if if you're an acquirer, if you have really good systems in place to drive, then yeah, time to to kind of continue doing that. If you are looking to uh, launch new products, I also think now is such a great time uh, for doing that. And we're we're having a lot of successes where we're launching some of our own products now at Thrasio. so it's like honestly so when you say it, it, when you say some of your own products meaning not additions to the brands but just starting brands from scratch um we're expanding product lines okay, uh, I, I don't I don't know if we we have plans to launch like brand new brands mm-hmm. uh, but yeah we're, we're, we're yeah expanding new new products so yeah we're kind of doing new product launches for the first time um but anyways yeah I mean the, the opportunity is significant like if you're if you're uh, an aspiring entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur looking to get into the Amazon space. I still think like there's so much opportunity and like there's, there's these systemic co- consumer behavior shifts right now is like, you know, maybe older demographics are, are shopping more on Amazon or, you know, as people are just working from home or educating their kids from home, there's, you know, uh, large changes in, in the way that people are shopping and, and buying right. on Amazon and, and broader e-commerce. So I, th- I think the opportunity is just significant. If you're buying a brand, then yeah, it's difficult. The competition is is definitely heating up. I mean, in two years, Thrasio went from being worth $0 profitably. You know, it's the fastest company to ever do that in the US. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just insane. Um, so yeah, so it's easy to see the opportunity. $3,000 million plus sellers. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the, the opportunity is is significant, but like you have to be amazing at managing these brands and like, you know, like, you know, uh, there's mm-hmm. a million things that could happen and now you just need to multiply that by the, you know, millions of dollars that you're doing a day or, or whatever. Right. So what you were saying as far as like, you know, Thrasio is being a great Amazon seller, meaning Thrasio is like a, it's a growth engine, right? It's not just this idea that, hey, you know, I have one brand is worth, you know, 3x. And if I combine 10 brands that are, you know, that are each a million dollars and a 3x multiple, and I combine 10 of them to, to, you know, 10 million, now that multiple goes to, you know, 6x or 7x, because I have this portfolio, it's not just this, like, sort of roll up arbitrage, right? Because the, the valuation of the company is like a 20x valuation or something, right? Like there's, there's a, at least I think according to some of the, some of the articles uh, I've seen, uh, you know, where they're raising money. So definitely the bigger you are, the more, you know, the more of a multiple of what you're worth, but you're saying, you know, Thrash is not just buying these brands and like, yeah, they do a million a year. The next year they do a million too. They're taking this brand that does a million and they're, you know, pushing it to 2 million to 3 million, you know, in revenue in a relatively, you know, uh, you know, short, short time span and they're successful in doing it because one they're good at assessing before the buy what the growth opportunity is and two they have all the you know sort of elements and and obviously capital you know, right in place yeah. to be able to be able to um you know to 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 do it right so i imagine things like optimizing packaging and photography and listings and video and injecting money into advertising and you know optimizing 
uh, you know, turning every stone is probably part of the process where a seller that had 20 products maybe is kind of like, okay, they're working on one product at a time and it's going to take them a year to get through optimizing like all their listings and improving and packing. There's capital issues and Thrasio just throws it into this like sort of, um, I would think almost like mass production, right? Like, um, yep. you know, this team is working on this while this team is working on this while this team is working on this and getting it, getting the growth to happen much, much faster. And, and I also imagine there's opportunity to go and negotiate with suppliers on biggest, bigger purchases and, you know, maybe getting better pricing and consolidating shipments and warehousing. There's all these sort of efficiencies that I imagine also happen as part of managing many brands and buying bigger quantities. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And in like, you know, in the no stone left un unturned example, I mean, as a seller, your radius of like how you, how far you can walk to, you know, look at these stones of, of, of whether or not they're, they're worth flipping over. I mean, Thrasio, because of our scale, because of that we're able to build, um, we're able to just venture out so much further. Mm -hmm. Your, your typical seller would. So there, there's a handful of things and, and that number is just Razio is, you know, able to do that. Your average seller just isn't one, isn't even on their radar because the amount of effort is so monumentous that like it, it just wouldn't make sense for them to do the ROI would be so low, right. but, but we, you know, we can do that or just because of our sheer size, we can do these things like, um, so yeah, like our main, like the majority of the company's focus, I mean, on our, our, our leadership team calls, like the CEOs in there, just like, what's up ranking, like so into the details of how mm. uh, we are managing these products. And like, yeah, if we have a million dollar brand, sure, sometimes it might be a $2 million brand, but like, we're going to shoot for 10 million plus, you know, mm. in, in the next year and, and see what it, it and, can do. And, and like. Yeah. And that's a lot of that's a lot of just growing the existing products, not necessarily with a lot of new product launches. Yeah, new product launches are kind of just becoming a thing. Ah, uh huh. So it's really just up. So so that just shows you, you know, the 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 massive potential that's probably way beyond what I would think or the average seller would think, right? You have a million dollar business. Yeah. If you take it to two million the next year, you double the business. So like that's a great year, you know, hundred percent growth. But Thrasio is thinking like, let's ten x this thing. Um, yep. over the next year, which is, you know, um, and, and without, you know, without adding on another 10 products, right? Like, right. that's pretty, that's pretty incredible, but it should open up, sort of open up your mind a little bit if you're listening to like, why am I, you know, why am I not thinking about 10xing my own brand, right? What else, what can I do? And so um, I don't know if you can share or talk about this, but like, how much of the strategy involves like off Amazon? Is there, is there a big strategy of like taking a brand and saying, okay, we're going to build this like Instagram following. Um, I, I know I've heard the company has hired, you know, has a, has a, a somebody and a team that works on, you know, getting products into retail and I think maybe doing some stuff off Amazon, but is that sort of a big part of the strategy or is it, or is it generally just focused on, you know, yeah. Keyword rankings, advertising optimization, listing optimization, like, turning every sort of stone as far as just on Amazon? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, um, something that is, is important to note, and I've actually, like, I'm really proud of of Josh and, like, the, the company because uh, I really tried to push this to, to him. Is like, I still, in, to this day, still see so many sellers that, like, are doing well. They're in the $1 to $5 million mark on Amazon, and they start taking their eye off the 
off Amazon kind of initiatives, whether it's mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And and then they have to go play catch up on Amazon. And what Thrasio has done such a good job of is just like the majority of the company is focused on killing it on Amazon and, and continuing to move the needle. And mm-hmm. we just have these offshoots that go and run these tests or like start building other initiatives off Amazon. So I just think that like for those that are listening, if you are going to start focusing off of Amazon, you have to make sure that your on Amazon stuff never loses like an inch and you have Momentum. to have someone focus on it. Yeah. Um, but to, to your point, I mean, we're continuing to add things that are maybe off Amazon to help our Amazon sales, continuing to push the the envelope on the Amazon. And we, we are starting to expand more and more and like, off Amazon is becoming a much bigger portion of our kind of kind of future facing um, plans. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. W- w- without getting into to, too much detail, and like I, I think that there's there's some people in the company that are like pushing to to share more because I like helping. I think it's important for people to know. Um, and uh, too, like you know, again, I think so. If if you don't have our size, but point is like, yeah, I, I'm becoming more and more bullish. Just just kind of my my own opinion on off amazon stuff like i've i've mm-hmm. been saying this for years like one one of the posts that i'm going to do on on digital shelf is is like uh i've been saying for the last like two and a half years uh that facebook and instagram are going to be the second biggest player in the e-com space the only people to really be able to challenge um amazon and like mm-hmm. If, if you look at the opportunity on D2C, and I mean, we've, we've had some just insane case studies. Like, honestly, it just blows my mind what we can do, like just ramping something up in 30, 60 days. But if some of these brands are doing on, on direct-to-consumer, like on your Shopify store, and you consider the fact that your ads are going to be cheaper on Facebook, your conversion is probably going to be higher on Facebook. Like people don't have to input their credit cards like a bunch of different times. Mm-hmm. They're, they're on a trusted source. It, you, if you have an Instagram following or you tap into an influencer, I mean, these people have a million, 10 million plus people, like the amount of impressions you can get on a product. So anyways, yes, I'm becoming much more bullish off Amazon. Um, Thrasio is as well. And, and I definitely think that like at some point you peak out on Amazon right? and a bunch of the stuff that you're going to be doing outside of Amazon is still going to help on like yeah. the, on Amazon sales. If you're, if you're pushing on Facebook, let's just say, uh, pe- so people still would prefer to buy things from Amazon. So the, they'll probably, uh, have some spillover onto Amazon, I, which further, uh, improves your, your Amazon kind of existence. I spoke to, um, a brand, a brand that does a lot on Amazon, uh, off Amazon and has been there and only started Amazon like a year ago. And they're doing, they did 13 million in the last year. And the guy's like, we don't really even know what we're doing all that much on Amazon. But, you know, they created a presence and, you know, they created listings and stuff, but they're not utilizing ads very much, not effectively. They don't know how to do it well, but their off Amazon activity is just, you know, is so powerful that it's just driving, um, you know, a lot of sales. People are going to Amazon and, and searching for um, for the product. And so your your role with Thrash is sort of helping on the, you know, probably what you what you know best like ranking ranking side organic um you know sort of how to use advertising to you know increase overall sales like is that is that generally kind of where you add the most value to to the company yeah yeah so i i have an seo team it's like eight eight or nine people and uh yeah our, our basically we own anything that is not paid in in search and there's there's a lot more than just organic results in search i, I have a, another post in digital shelf where i'll talk about like yeah. how organic has has kind of like you know transpired over the years and just how 
organic is just pay, playing a, a, a smaller and smaller piece of, of the kind of overall Amazon picture and how there's kind of, uh, what, what do I call it? Um, I don't, I, I don't remember, but it's like basically not organic results, but it still shows in search. Like these pieces are more important, like consider editorial stripes or Amazon's, uh, uh, Amazon's choice section. I mean, there, there, there's more and more that's showing up. That's right. That is important. And I, I God. No, as a question you bring up editorial, I should ask sort of a technical question. Is there a way to sort of, you know, proactively get into the editorial recommendations? Uh, so, um, what's, what's, I, I don't know like what uh, the right answer is. So the <laughs> okay. answer is that, uh, yes. Okay. You can, re <laughs> you can reach out to some of these writers, for example. Right. And I, I've heard at least I haven't tested it myself, but you can, you know, you can kind of do outreach to some of the publications and writers and try to get on there. Is that is that accurate? I don't know what you can what you can share or not share as far as those uh, those editorials. Uh, yeah, I, I'll just say that um, it is an important section. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, yeah. Like I said, an important piece of like search that is is non-organic and. Uh, there is a way to increase your your chances of getting into those placements. So cool. So let's dive into it. Is is that something <laughs> like you might share in Digital Shelf Labs, right? Like this is your. So so tell us about Digital Shelf Labs. Um, yeah. Sounds like this is an initiative where you're going to be sort of sort of like your own venture, um, where you're going to be sharing strategies that are that are working on Amazon or what what is that uh, new venture? Yeah. Good question. So I think there's going to be like a couple. It. So kind of first first layer is like, I just wanted to provide some kind of like high level of thought leadership and kind of overall strategy in, in just like trends and stuff that I'm seeing in the Amazon space. So like, you know, I, I just don't think, I think a lot of people are talking about like, oh, here's the link to get inventory in um, mm -hmm. uh, above your, your like storage limits. Yep. Um, and, which, is and, which is already gone. <laughs> since so that yeah. Happened. <laughs> what what I want to be talking about more so, and, and I you know feel like maybe I have an act for it is is talking more high level about like where's the industry going and how you can be positioning yourself or things that I'm seeing in the space based on you know some of my connections or what's going on at Thrasio. So like for example, this this first post, which I'm kind of sad that it's taken so long to to get out, but I had to resolve some things. Like I've been trying to post this for like five to to, to six weeks. Um, like basically Q4 is just going to be this absolute like massacre disaster uh for fulfillment and and no one is talking about it and more data is now coming out around amazon and they're starting to have these limitations they're, they're telling some sellers as they're trying to send inventory in that warehouses are are uh behind schedule and you have to divert them because they can't fulfill out of those warehouses or take new inventory in i like it's gonna be so crazy and and like you need to be preparing and Blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I, I'll be talking a lot more kind of like high level strategies. I, I think I'll probably have a little more of like a quote unquote inner talk more tactical initiatives yep. that like Thrasio does. I, I just wouldn't want to share it like as publicly or as openly. So, mm -hmm. um, but like more kind of secret tactics, if you will, uh, will be uh, probably more private. I out um, like right away. Good. Got it. So, okay, cool. So, and people can go, um, so basically, so there will be some kind of like sort of public free posts as well as some kind of like 
paid, private, you know, higher level or kind of stuff that you want to keep a little bit more, not a, not not as shared as much. That's going to be um, basically sort of a, a paid um, paid paid post or newsletter or, or knowledge along with yeah. this. Yeah, probably. So the, yeah, digital shelf is like a newsletter. So I read probably like 15 newsletters a week and I just, I really enjoy them. So it'll be a newsletter kind of short content, high level thinking, try to get you thinking about how you need to be positioning yourself and where broader e-commerce is going and in Amazon and so forth. There's going to be a blog, which you can go a little more in depth and then also a podcast just for people that prefer auditory. Nice. And then d depending on how things go, like, you know, if, if people are interested in traction, I, I would like to have a little bit of a paid like private group just just mm -hmm. a, a filter but between like you know sharing some of the the secrets yeah 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 no i i think people should definitely be be interested um i know i'm super interested and excited to um to join it uh i don't know what the fees are but i want to join <laughs> um and you know and, and be a part of it i know you've you've always first of all you've never You've never done things where you know you're charging people crazy amounts of money, so I don't imagine <laughs> that that it will be. No, no. Um, at, at the same time, you know, I think you've always, you know, um, you're not providing sort of yeah, just like here's a here's a hack on you know opening up multiple tabs to send in you know yeah. more more shipments that's going to close in a week and may put your account at risk. It's it's kind of more um, more strategic and things that that you know I think have a little bit more of a longer digital shelf life um <laughs> uh, you know for, for the, the that can work in your business and you know i think the insight into you know seeing seeing a lot of brands or seeing seeing things on a much bigger level gives you certain insight to you know seeing things that other people aren't seeing because they don't have the same perspective of seeing you know 50 brands uh where you know where you do and and you know where where the potential problems like inventory for q4 uh, might show up and where sellers should be um should be focused on so um hopefully by the time this podcast is released um people can go to um digitalshelflabs.com yep um and sign up for that i, I highly recommend uh anything casey is uh is is doing uh Thanks, i don't know what it is i don't have to know what it is <laughs> i just know i, I recommend i recommend it um so super um that's cool you know i'm, I'm excited for you to Thanks, get back out you were doing a podcast you were doing a youtube channel obviously a lot of that was tied to viral launch um but you know i know that you have a passion not just to sit behind a computer and help rank products, but you really have a passion and, you, and your mission with Viral Launch was really to, um, you know, help sellers succeed. Um, and it sounds like you're still trying to uh, maintain and push that mission out of, of being able to to help sellers. And, and again, not just see, you know, maybe this giant company <laughs> succeed, but also utilize some of those insights to, um, you know, to, to help. And, you know, it does say to me a lot about Thrash, obviously, they know what you're doing. So um, it says a lot to me about them as a company that, you know, they're not just locking you up and saying, hey, use your best stuff just for us um, and that they're sort of uh, allowing this. So it says, says a lot about, you know, um, you know, a company that you um, that you sell to. Um, I'm going to ask you just uh, one, one other quick small question. Yeah. When, when somebody sells to a thrash, is there an opportunity or, or do they generally not sort of usually make these kind of deals? But obviously, if I know like, hey, you know, I might be able to sell go through a broker and, you know, get a, you know, 4X multiple or 3.5. But maybe if I sell to Thrash, I might get a three. Uh, and they're going to make me a quick offer or whatever. But like, is there an opportunity knowing that 
who's buying and the fact that they really know what they're doing. Is there an opportunity for me to say, hey, you know, I want to keep a 10 percent equity stake in this, um, knowing that they're going to take my brand from one to 10 million? Um, Do you know if that I mean, is that part of, you know, deals that that happen uh, or is generally the company like, no, you know, if we're buying, we want 100 percent? Yeah, I mean, so I, I might get in trouble. It's, it's like, uh, <laughs> great. Uh, then this episode result- will get more listens. <laughs> Re- results w- may vary. I mean, you know, not yeah. not every brand goes from one one to ten million, but I mean, we're getting better and better at like you know just driving that that growth. Um, and so right now, um, I don't believe that we've done any like partial deals or or deals where mm. you maintain some equity. Um, but I mean, I think that Thrasio is always extremely talented people to join the team if that uh interested in and like mm-hmm. we have a bunch of former founders i mean the, the talent at thrasio is just like insane and it's it's super cool it's 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 great i think that well, like uh yeah f- for like yeah i don't, I don't want to say anything that i might get in trouble or, or promise too much <laughs> like, you know th- yeah. we're, we're definitely um yeah, willing so, to so have like, if- any conversation yeah. And so, so one, yeah, I guess every deal is up for negotiation. And two, if you say, Hey, you know, um, I want to keep 5% and, and, you know, I'll come work for Thrasio as a, you know, for the next two years or whatever, um, to help, to help build the brand and maybe to do other stuff or whatever, uh, there's opportunity. And I do think that's one of the best way to get talent because I know some, I know some, I've had some conversations with rollups. I've had some conversations with brands, like we're looking for an amazing brand manager, but all the best people are doing it themselves you know like they yep. it's, it's hard to hire you know um you know i've had people approach me to work for their brands etc and and i'm sure so has you know every quote unquote and so have you and quote unquote every expert in this space but like they're doing their own thing um yeah. for, the, for the most part and so it's hard to get that talent but like the best time to get that talent is somebody who just sold they got a nice thing you know got a nice uh, a nice check they don't necessarily yep. want to go through the grind or start up again and now they can sort of take okay i'll take some maybe uh maybe some upside and a nice salary to you know to join to join the team and you know take some of the pressure off so um i do and, think that that's the best time yeah and and for me i mean the reason i'm at thrasio is just the learning opportunity i mean like to to watch how a company in 2 years goes from nothing to a billion dollar valuation. And like, there's so much opportunity for our growth. Like we're just started to be able to see that as, as well as like an entrepreneur for whatever your next thing is. Like I, for me, I, I think that I'm learning so much from Thrasio that I'll be able to parlay whatever's next for myself. As right. Well. Absolutely. And, uh, I know, I know, um, we're going to see a lot, uh, not to put pressure on you, Casey, but you know, <laughs> it's, I don't think it's going to end with digital shelf labs, <laughs> um, no, you know, no. you're, you're not your next big thing, but I mean, um, you know, I think, I think what you've done in this space, the amount of sellers you've helped in this space, um, you know, I, I respect, uh, I respect a lot because, you know, uh, I share the same mission. I think you've sort of, you know, 10 X that just through your, you know, through viral launch and what you've been, the, nice. the amount of sellers you've been able to, you know, to reach um, utilizing software has been amazing. And uh, I'm sure we'll see more amazing things. It'd be great to, you know, bring you uh, bring you back on, you know, in the fourth quarter um, or maybe after and kind of talk about, yeah, what, you know, um, I think this is going to be a incredible, crazy fourth quarter this year on Amazon. And like, yeah, you need to be prepared. But the, the amount of traffic this year, I think, will be just like higher than any other year, especially with like Prime Day in fourth quarter and, you know, um, just all the malls that are going to be empty 
Um, yep. You know, and not going to be filled like you see lines and, and, you know, crazy Black Friday, you know, people rushing into stores. That's just not going to happen this year. Um, yep. And all that traffic is going to is going to be online and, and the majority of it going to um, going to Amazon. Um, Casey, if I didn't have a hard stop in two minutes, I would talk to you for another 40. Um, <laughs> but um, awesome having you on. Um, really, uh, really appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. I know it's not easy. Um, check out Digital Shelf Labs for uh digital shelf labs.com for the for the newsletter i hope you have massive success with it um i want to be a part of it and um yeah thanks thanks for for coming on and uh and sharing and i look forward to having you uh on again yeah thank you so much man as always it's always fun catching up and i'll definitely have to have you on uh digital shelf (laughs) awesome sounds good thank you I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I will definitely be bringing Casey back because, uh, again, I would have liked to speak to Casey. I probably could have um, spoken to Casey for another hour. um, And um, I think his newsletter will be uh, very, very beneficial. I plan to join myself um, and hope you do as well. And um, see you in the Facebook group, E-Commerce Mindset, and on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset show. And thank you for, you know, all the messages, uh, subscribing to the podcast. And um, those of you who have written a review on iTunes, I know it's kind of a pain to go do that. So appreciate those of you who have. And just for listening, I will see you on the next episode.